What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Elo, and welcome to Beyond Office Walls, Navigating the Remote Work Revolution. And today, we have a very special guest. It's Rob Balasabas. You've all heard of him. You've seen him in different companies working around and doing a lot of content, specifically a lot of content around the globe, right? A lot of uh, places that he's, he's been, he's been uh, uh, traveling a lot as of late. Probably as of late, no. Probably the past, uh, I don't know, three, four years he's been traveling a lot. We've learned a lot uh, with him uh, through his different jobs. Now he's at Uscreen. Uh, so it's really, really nice to have him here. But before, we want to welcome you to Beyond Office Walls, the podcast where we explore the exciting world of remote work and its impact on our lives, careers, and the future of work. I'm your host, Dr. Elo. And in each episode, we'll dive deep into the remote work revolution, bringing you insightful conversations with experts, remote work success stories, and practical tips to help you thrive in this new era of work. Whether you're a seasoned remote worker just starting your remote work journey or an employer navigating the future of work, this podcast is your go-to source for all things remote work. So grab your headphones, pick up your favorite remote work spot, grab your coffee, and let's embark on this exciting journey together. All right. Well, Rob, welcome to Beyond Office Walls. Let me put Rob here in, in with me. And uh, what's going on, my friend? I've seen you. I haven't seen you in a while, man. We haven't spoke for a while. I know that I you've know. been very busy, man. I know it's been too long, too long, Dr. Elo. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I've been good. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, this is a great topic. I don't get to talk about it too often, but uh, really excited to kind of chop it up with you. There's a lot definitely around the, you know, remote work world uh, that I've been around the block for a while now doing that. That's been that's sort of been my lifestyle with my 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 jobs and my career for the last few years, like you said. So. Uh, yeah, really excited to to dive deep uh, into this. And uh, congratulations again on this podcast, man. I think it's going to be man. a great resource for a lot of people. Awesome, man. So let's know. Let's get to know a little about Rob. But before that, I'm going to pass through a little bit about the questions that we have for Rob today. Sure. And um, the first one is, who is Rob? Who is Rob Alasabas? Obviously, right. And um, we're going to jump in into how can remote workers effectively set, set boundaries between work and personal life? Um, what are some of the common challenges people face when working remotely? Uh, in a world of remote work uh, is increasingly prevalent. What are the key differences in how people manage work life? And last question, but not least, uh, he's going to share some practical tips and best practices for mm -hmm. individuals and organizations to promote work-life balance in a remote work environment. All right. So, Rob, let's jump into the first question. Who is Rob Balasabas? Yeah, it's a really good question, man. That's too deep. That's too deep. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, a little bit about me. Uh, Rob Balasabas, uh, right now, my career is not really who I am, but my, you know, the easiest way we identify sometimes is our work. And so uh, I'm head of partnerships and community at a company called uscreen.tv, like Dr. Elo mentioned. Uh, previous to that, I've been in tech for, for quite some time now. Before uscreen, I was with another company called TubeBuddy, 
which is a YouTube uh, tool. And then before that, I was with a company called Thinkific and uh, have been, uh, that's where I kind of started working sort of hybrid remote and also in office. Um, but, you know, outside of work, I'm a dad, I'm a husband. Uh, we have a young family. We're based here in Vancouver. Uh, I, uh, you know, I've been in Vancouver since I was about, you know, in grade school. Um, and before that, I was living in the Philippines, you know, before my family immigrated here uh, to, uh, to Canada and uh, really uh, have planted my roots here. And so um, that's a little bit about me. You know, uh, I enjoy coffee just like Dr. Elo does over here. And, uh, you know, I enjoy uh, creating content and I enjoy building community. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's part of me. Yeah. So, yeah, a little bit about me there. Yeah, and and the good thing is that I know um, um, that this to be very true because I've been in, in several of uh, Rob's communities. It's it's has always been really open, really different from different communities where where there's like a structure about a hierarchy. There's still a trust mm -hmm. structure, but there's a hierarchy to talk to somebody. Man, and you're one of the creators to just talk to anybody, and you're really open and really friendly to everybody. So we all learn mm -hmm. better, I think this way right yeah yeah i appreciate it yeah yeah you know i yeah i mean community i know community is uh i i guess in the in terms of like remote work uh honestly dr elo it's been a it's been one of the things i think that's really helped me carry through like to enjoy remote work i mean you know remote work is like by nature you're kind of by yourself a lot of times right in right. your home or you know at a coffee shop and even if you're working at a coffee shop or a we work or something like that right um you tend to still be kind of alone, right? Unless you're making connections and, you know, and so, uh, yeah, the community that you build um, around uh, your day, you know, whether it's like a virtual community or uh, even in person, you know, at, at these places, um, you know, with like-minded people, it's, it'll carry you through, it'll carry you through. There's a lot of uh, pros and cons with remote work and community, I feel, can be a really uh, big con if uh, you don't address it and kind of make a, make a you know intentionally build it around yourself you know remote work might be short-lived <laughs> i know right and yeah. um so the topic for today is balancing work and life navigating remote work challenges and setting that boundaries mm. which is really important and if you can um, yeah. be doing work from home um i i work uh hybrid uh work so i go into the office once um every no actually once every week, but mm -hmm. um, I'm going to enter now into two times for a week. So mm. in December, mm. which is totally fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll go downtown here to D.C. I'm, I'm, I take the metro, mm. I sleep on the metro, to be honest. I don't I listen to podcasts. I, I do I do enjoy my time while I go there. Now, yeah. uh, the only thing that kills me is whenever I get there and people decide to stay in the office on a Teams call. I'm like, mm. why are we not, you know, we're here. Let's go to the conference room and do what we're supposed to do here because if not, might as well just stay home. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing a Zoom call when we're all together? You know, yeah, yeah. That is a little ironic. Yeah, that's my previous funny. boss. My previous <laughs> boss, she left uh, the, the, the agency and she used to come to my cube right to my office yeah uh -huh. and tell me all right can can we meet it's like yeah we can meet now do you want me to meet in your office or do you want to be on mine oh no that i'll call you via teams i'm like what what <laughs> why okay <laughs> okay 
<laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah, there, there are boundaries. I think, I think, you know, to your question, I think that's a, that's an important one to set, you know, because uh, my, my, my setup here with you screen is that there's every, like, there's about 150 of us, right. To kind of paint the picture, there's 150 of us that work at you screen roughly give or take. Um, and we're in, I think 20 or 25 different countries. So lots of time zones, lots of things, right. And so one of the first things that we, that I did, and I think a lot of team members do, um, is to, you know, we're on Google, right. We're on Google calendars and that's, we're on Google suite as a company. And so you can do this with Outlook, I believe. You can do this on other calendar uh, platforms. Um, is to set your working hours. When are you available, right? When are you available so that hey, this time I'm not available. You know, earlier than this, you know, this is my eight hours or whatever time you are available for meetings, for calls, that sort of thing. So then everybody respects that, right? That's got to be part of the culture. Is that hey, if you're remote, we got to respect each other's boundaries here, right? So don't book me for a call when I'm sleeping, right? You know, and so making that really easy. So setting your work hours on your calendar, it's just very clear. Um, I also do like the idea that uh, you know calendars are visible to anybody on the team. So if I wanted to go and see, you know, your schedule, for example, we work together. Um, I could go into your calendar and just take a look. When are you free? When are you available? That makes sense. Um, I also then go ahead and on very actively each week, um, I take a look at my calendar and I've got time there that I set for heads down time, focus time, right? Otherwise, your calendar can get filled really quickly, right? Everybody's booking time into your calendar and all those sorts of things. Um, I also have time there for lunch as as silly as it is, and you're working by yourself, you control your own schedule. I set time for lunch. I set time for uh, a walk in the afternoon. You know, I set time when, uh, you know, at least once a week, I want to pick up my kids from school. You know, that's the that's one of the perks of working from home is being able to be present for your family if you have one. Um, you know, and so I try to I put that on the calendar, like, don't book me here. I'm picking up my kids. Everybody respects that, right? You know, that work-life balance, um, you know, mentality. And so really controlling your calendar, I think that's like ongoing, very intentional every week, typically on Sunday evenings or Monday morning, I'm looking at my calendar. What's, what's, the, what's the week ahead? Um, what are the things I need to protect? What's the time I need to protect? What are some meetings that can also become an email or a Slack message, right? So you know, so that that way you're not spending time on Zoom all day, every day, right? And so what are some of those meetings that can be just a message or an email um, or maybe a video message, right? I use, you know, use technology to your advantage. So I use tools like Loom or Tela.tv, for example, to send a video message. Um, and then that usually can eliminate one or two meetings in the week. That's an hour, half an hour, an hour, two hours back um, of your time where you can think through things. Right. Um, yeah. So those are some things there, Dr. Elo, I would say is like really control and be actively controlling and, and not letting your calendar run your life. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you, yeah, you, you don't important have time to, to do anything. And it's really important, too, that you follow your own rules because you don't follow them. Nobody else is going to follow them for you. So if you start calling people on your off hours, mm -hmm. they have the authority or think they have the authority to call you back at the same hour. So if you work yeah. eight to five, which is a regular, you know, work day, 
and you yeah. happen to start calling people at 7 p.m. afterwards, just, oh, I remind me of this, this and that. It's going to happen. They're going to call you back at 7 p.m., and then you're not going to be able to let go, which kind of sucks. Totally, totally, totally. Like, you know, you can't. And so um, looking at, you know, to what you're just saying now, like we use Slack, for example. And so with Slack, you can tell when somebody is not working right now. If you integrate your calendar with Slack, for example, if there's an integration between your communication platform like Slack or Discord and your calendar, Slack and Google Calendar work really well together. Um, it will say when you're messaging somebody, this person is not online, meaning they're not working um right now so you can either a schedule this message right on slack to go to them at say 9 a.m or 8 a.m their local time whenever they're going to be working that way you're not messaging them anyway in the middle of the night you never know some people some most people have notifications turned off but um sometimes they don't and you just don't want to be that person <laughs> you know sending them a message about something that can be can wait till the next day or when they're back to work or when they're on vacation or something. Um, and so just schedule that when they're back, you know, just as a courtesy. Um, or you can just, if you really have to send the message and you're just sort of in a place where you have to send this message and you're going to forget later and you can't schedule the message for later, um, just start the message with say, this is not urgent. This can wait until Monday when you're back. Uh, but here's some thoughts or a question that I had. Right. And so you just want to respect that time. Yeah. Here's the question before I forget, but please don't address it now. <laughs> exactly. Whenever there you go. So simple. Yeah. So simple. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people will be like, oh, my gosh, that's oh, man, it's an emergency. Like, let me, you know, I'm like in the middle of dinner. Let me open my phone and, you know, not be present with my family. Right. So you don't want to put people in that place. Yeah. True, true, true. So yeah. this what we discussed right now, it's it's how can remote workers effectively set boundaries between work and personal life to maintain a healthy work life balance. Rob gave us amazing um well, you've been working for a while, so you, and, and I knew you had a lot of experience in, in, in this area because I think you've been, um, how many years you've been working remote now? It's been a I've while. been working, uh, really hybrid starting probably right before, I mean, I was doing the remote thing before the pandemic, hybrid-wise. Um, so I want to say 2017, 2018, hybrid, 2019, I really went fully remote at TubeBuddy. And then just been since, so that's like four or five years now. Yeah, yeah fully back. remote. Yeah, you get experience. And, and, and whenever you're, you travel a lot too for different conferences to represent you screen and, and yes. for yourself as well. You're a content creator as well. So Yeah, and, yeah. And you like um, traveling with the family too. So And the know. family too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one more thing I'd, I'd love to add there in terms of boundaries is um, actually two things is like your Again, use technology. So like autoresponders, when you're away, send it, you know, set that autoresponder away. Hey, I'm away. I'm still working. I'm checking emails, but I'm traveling right now. I'm going to this conference. Um, so I may take a day or two, you know, delay. If it's, a, if it's a real, you know, emergency or it's an urgent thing, here's, you know, somebody on my team that can handle that right away. Um, setting that up is like so basic, so simple. You can just copy and paste it every time you go away or you're traveling. I think that's really important. The other thing is, um, you know, in terms of setting your work-life balance and boundaries, I really like Dr. Elo, you, you'll, you'll rarely find me checking or replying to emails on Saturdays because I take that day as a day of rest. And uh, with my family, it's just our rhythm every single week. And so regardless if <laughs> like there's got to be a really big emergency for me to 
like reply to something or address or open my Slack message uh, on a Saturday. Um, and I let people know that like, hey, guys, you won't see me. Sometimes it's even my autoresponder on my email. Hey, guys, like, thanks for the email, but I'll get back to you on Monday. Um, and people will respect you for that. People don't expect you. I think this is one of the things when you're working remotely, there's a, a lot of like guilt of like having this flexibility that then you feel like you have to work all the time. You have to be available all the time, you know, because your phone's with you. Like, hey, you got my message. You must have gotten my message. You, you, ha you know, I, you have a phone with you, right? Like, mm. why didn't you reply? Like, Zero why didn't you get guilt, back to friend. me? Zero guilt for me. Yeah. <laughs> I work from 7 to 3.30 p.m. And I'm done. 3.30 p.m. I turn that work computer off and that's it. And the only reason I do live streams during the week and, and during the week, I mean, Tuesday, mm -hmm. Wednesday and Thursday, I do content mm -hmm. creation. So uh, anything related, you won't see yeah. me on a Friday, on a Monday, on the weekend, unless you see something that's already been scheduled, that's going on on that on that time or date. But yeah. me putting like this podcast goes out on Friday, mm. every other Friday. But that doesn't mean that I'm working. It, it's yeah. automatic. I set it that's up right. on Thursday for that. And the weekends are for my family, for me. I don't, yeah, hell no. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need those days. You know, yeah. if you're, you know, your leadership should know that too. And like, you know, um, you know, you need those days. If you're not getting rest, you're going to be a horrible team member. You're going to be not productive. You know, it's not about how many hours you're working. You got to be on the call, on the phone 24 7. That's not, that's not productive. Grumpy that's like, George. Grumpy George. Grumpy George, man. You don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> right, Rob. So, um, what are some common challenges people face when working remotely? And what strategies can they employ to overcome this challenge? It's great, man. Good question. Um, I think the the biggest challenge, and again, so many out there, but the biggest challenge is discipline. You know, discipline yourself because nobody's looking over your shoulder. Your your supervisor, your manager is not walking around the office and seeing what you're working on. Are you cruising Facebook instead or watching YouTube videos instead of working? Nobody's doing that. You know, and so, uh, again, depending on the role, there's a lot of roles out there that's like, for example, support based or, you know, technical support or, you know, where there's there's clearly metrics like, you know, and, and there's, you know, some tools out there that I know some companies use. I'm not really for it at all where they're monitoring what you're working and they're taking random screenshots of, you know, your screen and like, are you really working? That sort of thing. I really don't I don't believe that I, I'm, I'm really against that um strategy and so for most people that are working remotely it's really discipline it's like can you still be focused can you still do work when nobody's looking over your shoulder right that's i think the biggest one of the biggest challenge for a lot of people right and you give people the leash to do what they want all day and you're not looking over their shoulder it's hard to stay focused, start to stay focused. And so for me, you know, early on, I, I kind of recognized this. And so I make, make myself accountable to somebody. And so Monday and my, my leader right now uh, on our team, she's great with this because uh, she practices what she's also asking people to do is like every Monday morning, just share what's your, what's your priorities this week? What are you working on? What's the three or four things that you're uh, working on that by the end of the week, you want to, you know, you want to say like, yeah, I did all that. You know, I finished that. Those were things I worked on. And so you're accountable to somebody, right? Rather than, uh, I don't know, I'm just going to, just going to go to work on Monday. 
and uh, see where it goes. You know, on Monday morning, first thing, what are you working on? What's your priorities? Let's loop back on Friday and see how you, you know, progress with those, you know, priorities that you set. Don't wing it, man. That's it. Don't, Don't wing it. it. Don't wing it. It's, it yeah. There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of planning involved with working remote, um, and a lot of discipline to follow what what you know what you said you're gonna do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially um, once you build that trust with your supervisor, and and with the the people you work with. Um, they get used to it now. If I believe, I, I I don't like micromanaging. I don't believe in mm. micromanaging. If you're not doing your job, um, guess what? Uh, it will reflect in 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 your in your work and what you're doing. Yeah. You will miss deadlines, and that will automatically take you off the job, anyways. Yeah. So um, I don't babysit anybody. I, I supervise no. well, but I don't I don't babysit anybody, and I've never yeah. done it. Not even when I was uh, um, active duty in the Coast Guard or I was doing, you know, present work. I just don't like it. I do yeah. like to go around and speak to people because I like to speak to people and, and, and hey, how are you guys doing? How was your weekend? Are you good for work this week? Um, is there anything I can do to help you uh, achieve what you're doing? So I'll do the same rounds, but I do them online. Mm. I But I don't call you know, I don't call call people. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Hey, what yeah. Are you doing? I just, hey, do you have a minute so we can speak? If you have a minute, yeah. it's fine. If not, just schedule something once a week and we'll know mm -hmm. what's going on. And that's it. Next. That's it. And sometimes if you can't do it during that week, that's fine. Our projects are long and our projects are freaking, they take years. So I'm not like dying for information anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. Yeah. No, no, uh, pop-up meetings, no, uh, surprises, you know, uh, I mean, one of the things we try to do is there's always an agenda yeah. and you have the right to ask the person that scheduled the meeting and you don't, if there's no agenda, you can either say, no, I'm good. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, un until there's an agenda, uh, you know, I'm good. I don't, you know, you don't, don't need to attend. Um, and you're, you're welcome to say no to that, you know? And so I think that's like, that's just like whether you're remote or not, you know, you should always have an agenda for a meeting. There should be no surprises. And also so that people can prepare for that meeting. Right. People want to show up the best way possible. Um, and so, hey, tomorrow we've got a meeting. We've Even though it's a weekly meeting. Hey, guys, here's a quick agenda. Here's a brief that I'm working on. You know, have a look at it. We'd love to discuss it with you tomorrow. You know, give up, give people a day to think through some of the things if you want them to show up anyway with fresh ideas, with good ideas, with things that are constructive and add value to what you're doing, then give them an agenda, you know, so that they're not like, what are we here for? Oh, okay. You want to talk about that, man? Uh, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to give right now. Right. Cause I just learned about what you want to talk about right now in the meeting. So at least give me a day, give people a day. Um, that way they can prepare their best, their best thoughts, their best ideas, um, and bring it to the table at the meeting. Right. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I usually do uh, meetings on Wednesdays uh, for the whole team. And basically, uh, it's the same agenda every week. The yep. only thing that I do have that I update on Mondays is uh, I call it uh, the burning pit. Like, <laughs> burning pit. Any, it's got to be the story. What's the story behind that? You know, there's a trash can and, and <laughs> there's, there's a burning trash can. That's how I see it. Is there anything that it's burning that it's really... Um, 
it's gonna deter from our job. It's gonna take from our responsibilities if there's anything that we need to resolve now. So that's where I put it in that bucket, and that's it. That's it. That's, it. that's all I do, and 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 it works every single week. Updates first, um, mm -hmm. and hey, burning pit. Who got who got something? All right, and then we'll take care of it. We'll divide and conquer. And we'll go about our week. But uh, I don't believe in Monday meetings, too, as well. I do believe mm. in Monday, um, like, updates, mm -hmm. a text, an email, whatever. But yep. I think by Wednesday, I think we should have, um, you know, a, a good grasp of what's going on during the week and what we're going to achieve until Friday. So, yeah, it's good. Day, hump day. Yeah, hump days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, it just came to mind. Uh, one of the things I also like to do because we are so nobody, you know, sometimes one of the things that happens with remote work is you're only talking to the people that you work uh, very closely with each week, you know, or each month, like the people that you just on your team, you know, if you're marketing people, you're just talking to the marketing team people all the time, and you don't get to talk to product or support or, you know, other other team members. Um, I like to just sort of like, you know, hey, this week, who have I not ever spoken to or who's joined a team that, you know, I haven't spoken to or somebody I haven't spoken to in a while? Um, I'll just message them like, hey, it's been a while. Like, what are you up to? would love to grab a virtual coffee with you or just like grab a, you know, 15 minutes and just catch up, hear what you're working on. How's life? You know, um, and uh, those are some of my favorite calls. Like, you know, it just takes 15, 20 minutes and just you know, it's like what's happening? Like, What's happening outside of like Slack or, you know, emails and all this other stuff. Um, and the, the really fun part is that since we are so remote, nobody, everybody's in different places. I get to hear what's happening. Like today, I actually got to talk to Sonia on our team. Uh, she's on our SEO team and she lives in uh, northern Macedonia. I had to look it up. <laughs> wow. I had to look it up. Like, hey, cool. Like, what's what's like over there? You know, I've always wanted to visit that city and all the stuff and got to talking about other stuff and, you know, Philippines and all this. And yeah, so, you know, I uh, encourage you to just reach out. You know, maybe you're in a smaller team, but especially if you're in a bigger team, um, new team members could join. It could be months before you talk to them because, you know, it's the team is so big now, right? A different environment too. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. So, yeah. with yeah. that being said, uh, in a world where remote work is increasingly prevalent, right? Mm -hmm. What are the key differences in how people manage work-life balance compared to the traditional-based work? Mm. Other than, obviously, the commute, which everybody knows here in D.C., the commute sucks. <laughs> and that's one of the things that I'm very thankful for because I had the opportunity to be more present with my family and mm -hmm. not, not in a bus with a stranger or, or in the metro with somebody screaming in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what what are those uh, um, differences compared to uh, traditional office based work? That's uh, that's a great question. First of all, I actually didn't know. I forgot that you were in DC, and now I know again. Good reminder because uh, our head office is in DC. It's in Gaithen. Uh, is it Gaithensburg? Uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Yeah, yeah. So that's Nearby. we have an office with. Yeah. So next time, next time I'm yeah, going there. Last time uh, we did contact, but you were in DC and I was in somewhere else. So yeah, somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> life, life. But uh, yeah, no, that's um, yeah. So yeah, now I know. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, lots more and more people are uh, working remotely. I think companies are finding this, and also like depending on who you ask, a lot of companies are also pulling their team members back into the office. And yeah, you're right. So 
Um, there's some really key differences. I think the biggest one that I would probably feel is, um, well, other than commute, man, Dr. Elo, last week I went to WeWork in the city. And so it was like a half an hour drive to um, the, tra the train and then another 45 minutes to get into the city. So it's like an hour and a half almost to get to WeWork um, from where we are in the suburbs here in Vancouver. Uh, and that was a nightmare. I'm like, I, I can't believe people do this every day. But um, I think that's one of the key differences. The other one, though, is really related to that, which is a lot of people that are working remotely um, have a hard time clocking out, right? It's the opposite. It's like, ah, it's like... I remember when I first started working remotely, I was like, man, I was like, man, it's already 7, 8, 9 p.m. Like I miss dinner. Like it's upstairs, you know, because I'm, I'm here and it's like, you know, I'm I get to work remote. Like, why would I, you know, I would be still on the train anyway. So I'm just going to keep working, you know, one more couple more emails, couple more, you know, let me spend some time on the strategy document for a little longer. And so I think there's like that again, early, especially, you know, if. A, if you're that type of person that kind of feels like I should always do more and also B, uh, which is harder to control, is that if that's the culture of your company um, is to work longer than really what you're supposed to. And, and if you don't, that that's kind of looked down upon. And so you kind of forced to do that. Um, those are not places, good places to be in. But I feel like that that is that is very common. Um, if you don't want to address it and if you don't set those boundaries like we talked about earlier right and you know for me i've learned it's like hey no matter what happens i'm gonna have dinner with my family <laughs> like yeah, yeah. at least 5 30 6 p.m i'm gonna have i'm gonna have dinner clock out uh same thing with the weekends you know i had a couple a friend actually reach out to me say hey rob would love to have you on a live stream um it's a really good opportunity but said you know what i can only do it on saturday or sunday it's like i can't like that's those days are sacred i can't do that so so we're making time for a weekday. So there you go. So, yeah. you know, sometimes you got to push back. Yeah, that's, that's the way it is. And um, um, that culture about people working a lot um, past the hours that they're supposed to, I I'm one that, oh, man, I'm telling you, not with me, bro. Um, I've always made it very, very obvious that at 3.30, I'm just gone. I don't care <laughs> who I work for. These are my work mm. hours, unless there's a burning pit stuff that really needs my attention and it's going to be on the news or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll stay because I've, I've stayed one time in the yeah. past 40 years until 11 o'clock at night, but we're yeah. closing the project. That's a four-year project. We're closing it. I get it. I will do that. But mm -hmm. the rest of the time, like like regularly, heck no. No, three thirty. Yeah. I am my foot. My right foot is out of that door if I'm over there. And at three thirty, my computer is doing toot toot. <laughs> it's done. Off really quick. I don't right. care. I, I've never cared. I've always maintained a really good priority of my work hours. Now it's the good. same. At seven a.m., I'm there. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not there a minute before or a minute after. I just I've done the same deal. If it's online or it is in the office, I've always been the same way. Um, yeah. well, I'm military as well, so I'm really bad with, I'm really like stressed with time. I'm right. Right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Be really punctual. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. 
it's great for leaders to do that, right? Leaders set the tone, you know. Um, you know, I happen, you know, I'm I also oversee a team and I tell them like, hey, when I'm traveling, when I'm traveling, I I may respond. Like if I'm this is a thing, this is sort of counter, but when I'm traveling, for example, for a family vacation, every few days, I may check emails, even though I'm on vacation. A reason I do that is because I don't want to come back to a thousand emails. So burning pits. So, yeah. So it's like, hey, like when I'm traveling and I'm on vacation, I'm on PTO, all that stuff. You may see me respond to an email or send, you know, check through Slack, might respond to a message or two. Um, and that's that's something that's just I like to do that myself. I don't expect you to do that. When you're on vacation, you're you're welcome to uninstall Slack, tell people you're not replying to emails until you get back. That's that that's the expectation. That's the same expectation my manager has to of me. But I just know that when I come back and I don't check my emails, I don't kind of clean. I'm like the the stress level is so high because now I'm like the weight of like you know two weeks, three weeks of vacations, like thousand emails, and so I just check to you know. When kids are sleeping after, you know, and like, you know, I'm just like 30 minutes when I'm on vacation every few days, just yeah. clean through this, the inbox. Is there any, any fires, anything I can like just forward to somebody? Cause like, Hey, it's sitting in my inbox. Hey, let me forward to somebody that can address this right now. It just kind of got rerouted. Um, yeah. And you know, again, helps, helps everybody, a lot. Er everybody does it uh, once and once at a time. What, what I've been doing is that whenever I go, um, on a vacation, my mm -hmm. work computer stays at home. That's exactly un unless I know I have a big project and I yep. have, you know, a vacation schedule already from last year, and there's a very important meeting that I can't miss during mm. that time frame. I'll, I'll allocate one hour and and do the meeting, and but I'll let it be known. This yep. is one hour, and this is because I scheduled it, my vacation an, uh, a year ago. And yep. I happen to have this meeting that I can't miss during this time. Right. So that's it. Right. Usually, it. if I don't have anything, I'll leave the computer right there in the desk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shame. If there's an emergency, call me. My knowledge is here. I can give you yeah. what I have here. But exactly. But computer, not at all. Don't need it. Don't need it. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. I'm all for that. I'm all for that for sure. All right, so can you share some practical tips and best practices for individuals and organizations to promote work-life balance in a remote work environment, especially mm. considering the potential for blurred lines between yeah. work and personal life? Yeah, yeah. One of the things I think that I want to share here is that you really need to uh, take an extra step and be intentional with recognizing your team members, especially if you're in leadership and it's a remote environment. Um, you know, when you're in the office, really, you know, it's really easy to like, hey, it's lunch, you know, hey, you know, hey, or like there's a board where you get to recognize different team members and things like that. Like, hey, look what they did. Like, hey, congratulations. Like, hey, everybody get together here in the town hall. And, um, you know, let's uh, let's give it up for Dr. Elo. You know, he just closed this big deal, you know, and, you know, whatever it is. Right. And so in a remote environment, the 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 office is really you know slack or discord or you know teams or whatever um really you know go the extra mile if there's even a spe specific channel where you get to recognize team members um i think that's a really good idea um but if there isn't you know take the step like hey had a really good call this person really helped me out you know shout out to so and so 
uh, for doing this. You know, that kind of goes a long way, right? Because again, you have to think, you know, every team member is the same. They're just kind of at home or wherever, a coffee shop. They're just, they don't get that recognition. They don't, they're not always seen, right? Um, you know, versus like in a in-person office environment, you know, you may have lunch or get together more often and you can you know, like just really easily like, hey, you know, you guys can't believe what Dr. Elo did for me this morning, you know, help me out with this massive client and, uh, you know, fast tracked, you know, landing that deal or whatever it is. And so recognizing team members um, regularly, make it part of your day, right? You know, and, and once you start that, whether you're in leadership or not, um, once you start that culture, people feel it when they're recognized, then they also can start recognizing others, right? I think it's kind of a, you know, domino effect once you start that, you know, um, that sort of culture, that practice. And people start liking um, to do stuff for others as well. And they start to pay it forward, which is really, really cool. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, do that. Do that. And then, um, and then, yeah, for the for the uh, organizations that have the screen monitoring thing, unless you really need it for whatever reason, uh, just get rid of it. If you <laughs> People need to don't monitor somebody that bad. Just get them out or get her. <laughs> yeah, you got. It, you don't need yeah. to babysit anybody. We're all adults. We're people that you know that we're working for a living. If you can appreciate what you're doing uh, for the money that you're gonna get, uh, specifically, um, you know, you're working so you can afford food. You know, uh, yeah, you know your basics. Why right. are you right. not taking your stuff seriously if you don't? You're not willing to do that because I don't know. You have a alternate uh, plan or goal elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Kick rocks. Don't yeah. be babysitting anybody. There's no reason for it. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be babysitting. You want to, you know, approach it. Take a different approach of like take the fear tactic out of it, and uh, you know, need you you probably you probably need to set a a better vision or or refresh the vision for the team so that they know what they're working towards. And then that is worth more than Absolutely. potentially slacking off or doing other things that are like, Hey, I need to work. I need to like, I want to be part of this thing. Yeah. I want to be part of whatever's being built here in this company. Right. So, um, that's a, that's probably a more powerful, you get better results and more powerful results that way than like, Hey, we're watching you, <laughs> you know, like we're watching you, you better do stuff, you know? Um, yeah, people are, people perform better when they know also that they're trusted, right? They're empowered. Hey, Johnny, um, I checked the metrics and you're not working your eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 that's not good. That's not good. That's a, that's a, that's something broken there that you need to fix. Absolutely. That's a cultural thing. Actually, that's a cultural thing, you know, absolutely office culture and yeah, it's really, it yeah. gets really toxic. I've, I've yeah, been absolutely. in environments like those. Mm -hmm. And, you know, oh, I don't even want no good. my worst enemy, to be honest. It's that. Bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah. You finish working the day you're, you start on a Monday wishing it was a Friday. You don't want you. You don't feel motivated. You don't want to do anything. You're like, oh, everything I do is wrong. No, you know what? Nah, you need to get out of there. Yeah. As as possible. Or get the people yeah. who are making that toxic environment out. Which I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, you know, once you get there, that's a real big problem to fix. I think that's like, that's a really difficult one too, right? Because it's really, really like, 
you know, it could be the person, it could be, again, the mission of the company, it could be culture, it could be the leader, like, the, man, like, it's sad. that's, a, that's, yeah, 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 you don't want to get there, you don't want to get there. And I think there's, you know, uh, there's, there's things that you can put in place, you know, again, uh, some of the best practices there, I think, you know, transparency, right, transparency, you know, access, you know, sometimes, with remote teams, uh, even more so in office culture, right? When people are in the office, and sometimes it's easy to like, hey, the CEO is right here. Cool. Like, hey, CEO, um, you want to grab coffee? Or hey, are you heading to the lunchroom? Me too. Yeah, let's go walk and talk real quick, right? And so access is so easy. Whereas when you are uh, remote, it's a little awkward sometimes because sometimes, you know, the CEO is so distant or the leadership is so distant or, you know, one or uh, like two or three uh, maybe you're talking to your manager, but very rarely do you ever talk to your manager's manager, right? And so, um, so it's really hard to kind of, you know, hear what they're working on or their vision and things like that. And so as a leadership team, I think, A, you need to be more vocal. You need to be transparent, open door policy. Um, I, I remember, um, you know, uh, a company where, hey, you can like, there's like a, office hours that the CEO, some of the execs would hold office hours, you know, like, hey, you know, uh, every month I'm available. Here's the Zoom link. Hop in, bring your lunch, um, you know, talk about whatever you want to talk about, you know, talk about, you know, talk about the, uh, you know, the, the Yankees. You could talk about politics. You can talk about whatever you want. Talk about business. You can ask me what I'm thinking, my vision, um, you know, how are we doing financially? You can talk about whatever. I think that's really powerful because um, then you feel connected to the mission of the company um, continuously, right? Because otherwise, if you have a leader or leadership that tends to be guarded or maybe not really interactive with the company or the the team members below them in the you know in the in the org structure in the org chart, it's very easy to hide behind Zoom. It's very easy to hide behind Slack. And so, you know, you have to either A, the leadership takes the action to be more available um, or, hey, if you're not in leadership, it's okay to, you know, message and ask and, you know, message the CEO, the CFO, like executive teams, people two steps ahead of you or above you in the org chart and just say, hey, can I grab 15 minutes, you know? You know, can I grab 15 minutes? You know, I'd love to hear, you know, I've got a couple thoughts, a couple ideas, a, co a couple things that I noticed. Uh, I'd love to run it by you, you know, guaranteed, man, like people that are in leadership, that are in an executive level, they want to hear fresh ideas. Yeah. yeah. That's what the business, that, that's the business of a leader is fresh ideas. I'm looking for fresh ideas. You'll be you know? very surprised once, once the, the, the kind of feedback um, they actually want. And they probably want that feedback more than the, you know, the jabby jab they get from their managers anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you're like, you know, let's just say you're like tier one, like you're on the ground, you have the most access to your customers, for example, you have some ideas, you have some things that you've noticed. Don't be afraid to pink share with your manager, but also share with your manager's manager and so forth. Right. Um, you know, there's such a term as managing up and sharing your ideas that way, um, you know, start that, start that. And, and if you get, man, if you get in trouble for that, you're probably in the wrong place, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you get in trouble for like reaching out to the CEO or whoever, yeah. like, you know, the senior, you know, whatever C-suite people, um, 
you're probably in the wrong place. You're probably in the wrong place. Are you being managed by the wrong person, right? That has some insecurities, right? And so um, just some real, real talk there. But uh, yeah, don't be afraid to share your ideas. That's something that'll carry you through your career, regardless, wherever you go. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much, man. This is uh, I've always liked to put four questions in there, and this has been really enlightening. I appreciate you providing all your experience with the years that you've been working remotely and hybrid. So I appreciate, man. Where, where can we find you um, in the interwebs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dr. Elo, thank you again. Again, this is a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Um, love everything that you've been doing. And uh, yeah, just uh, glad to have you as a friend. And uh, yeah, thank you for having, you know, giving me access to your community here and, and the podcast. Um, anybody wants to connect, I probably LinkedIn is probably the best, uh, really active there and uh, sharing thoughts and ideas and my just my experience in my work life, uh, Instagram as well. And then, of course, uh, YouTube. I love, uh, you know, creating on YouTube uh, for a couple of years now. So uh, just look me up, copy and paste my last name. It's really long, but you'll find me on most platforms. <laughs> I'll make sure I put all your information down in the description of the podcast so everybody can go ahead and access you. Rob has a lot of uh, a lot of videos on YouTube, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. And uh, he has a lot of a wealth of knowledge on how to build communities and specifically this topic right here of how to work remotely. And he has uh, managed to, you know, create a boundaries like for this topic, create boundaries that actually work. And you can see it. You can see it. You can see Rob whenever he's uh, uh, online. Um, there's uh, he has a uh, uh, Rob's other account um, <laughs> that he has. Uh, you can see him having fun with the family and the family. Your kid, man. Your kid, which is super big right now. He's and he's growing, but you can he's tell growing, man. he's learning yeah. fast too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, it's great, man. It's a great ride. You know, I'm blessed to have it. So uh, be in it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, thank you, man. This has been this is so much fun. You could do this for hours. <laughs> right. Well, thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. So beyond office walls, navigating the remote work revolution. This is your podcast. If you haven't seen or heard the podcast yet, I have a QR code right here that you can actually just take your phone and check out the podcast via that method. Well, I thank you guys very much for being here. And this is Dr. Elo out. Peace.